Welcome to Let's Talk KVG. We are going to change things up a little bit this week, and we're going to be interviewing Aiden, Ava, and Taylor to get their reactions about KVG and one of their siblings. So I'd like to introduce you now to Aiden. Hello. Ava. Hi. And Taylor. Hello. Okay, so you guys, we're going to just jump right in, and uh, let's see. Should we do just one of you answer at a time? Um, I think all three of us are pretty cohesive, um, and we can talk over each other, so I think, I think we'll be I, all I good. Feel yeah. one at a time. I think we'll be all good just going. I think we'll okay. be all going. Okay, so let's start with, is your brother because we will establish that it is your brother bug is he older or younger than you guys so he is um older than me and i'm second oldest so he's the oldest of the four of us aiden is the youngest ava is youngest beneath me yeah i'm, I'm like the close middle child we're close. we share middle yeah me we, we meet we both share middle yeah. meanwhile aiden's over there in the corner <laughs> Okay, so the girls are in the middle, and Bug and then Aiden are the top and the bottom. They're the end caps. Yeah, it's yes. a fun little pattern. Oh, there you go. They're the end caps. <laughs> so let me ask you guys, because you've been living it with it then for your whole life, Bug's diagnosis of KBG. Even before we had a diagnosis, you were living with Bug, because it's not like you started living with Bug once he got the diagnosis. It was spontaneous, yeah. Yes. So how do you feel when someone asks you about your brother? Aiden, you go first. How does it make you feel when they, when they ask you? I feel like, I don't feel like weird about them asking it. I usually, I usually like tell them about it and like tell them what he has. Like it doesn't really like freak me out when they like ask me. I don't like hyperventilate a lot. Do you tell do you tell them in detail? I tell them in some detail, like sort of. Like, so like what kinds of things do you oh, tell them? Can you like give me an idea of what you tell them? I tell them about like what he has and what he mainly does. So okay, do you talk okay? So I'll come back to you. Ava, what do you, how do you use it make you feel when people ask you? So she got excited for this one. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people, mainly in my class, know about Bug. And sometimes they'll ask, like, how he's doing and how, like, if he was okay. Because um, they know that sometimes he can have bad days. So they kind of walk up to me and ask, and I actually feel, uh, actually feel very pleased that they actually care about him because a lot of people, when they ask about my older brother, they like, oh, okay. And they never mention him again. And it kind of makes me feel a little sad, <laughs> but yeah, there was this one, kid I was talking to and he said that for Halloween Bug should be Mirabelle from Encanto because he's special and I'm like and he's like I don't I don't mean it in a bad way and I'm like I know I know and I love you for that thank you 
That's very sweet. You know okay, what? Taylor, you tell me. Okay, so I am a junior in high school. I don't think we clarified. I'm a junior in high school. You're in what? Fourth grade? I'm in fourth grade. Fourth grade and you're in third grade, right? Yeah. So we all have very different um, high school, not high school, school climates. Um, so for kids, it might be a little bit more curious. For me, it might be a little bit more um, targeting. Um, I'll say it that way. <laughs> um, so I'm a junior in high school. And a lot of things that happen is I have older kids who actually understand and can comprehend what I'm saying. So I'll explain to them. I have an older brother with special needs and... Um, here's kind of the little thing about him and so I'll tell them about KBG syndrome and I'll explain that's genetic mutation um I think some of the best conversations I've had though has been with like teachers in school like biology teachers yeah because they're like oh draw me a punnett square for that and I'm like oh I can't um but for the most part I just talk about him and I talk about who he is and what that makes our family and what it's like um living with him because I've had some I wouldn't say ruder questions, but some questions that people are intentionally being malicious about trying to get a specific answer so they can mock me. But for the most part, I just get questions like, okay, how does that affect you? How does that affect your parents? How do you think that affects your school life? And I'll give them straight up answers. I'll be like, I don't think it affects us very much besides like, you know, sometimes we can't go out because bugs having a bad day or you know, we want to go up because Bud's having a better day, things like that. So yeah. I usually- Well, it's gotta be different for you now too, because you are older, but oh, there were yeah. times that when you were younger, you oh, had yeah. to deal with it, you know, more similarly to your brother and your sister. So as you've gotten older then, your answer is probably evolving to more of an adult conversation than, yeah. I remember younger when kids wouldn't understand, I would immediately take it as like an insult. I'd be like, oh, you don't understand. You're not trying to understand. So obviously you're being malicious. It really isn't that. And so that's probably something that we try to teach Ava and Aiden the most is that curiosity isn't always insulting. It's just something you got to okay. teach. Okay, that makes sense. That makes complete sense. So you touched on something about good days and bad days. So how does Bugs Needs affect your family? Or how do you guys see how it affects them? So Ava, you go first this time. How do you feel that it, how it affects you? Um, for me, it affects me. Uh... Well, you and your family, not just you. But like, how do you see it affects you? And then how do you see it as it affects your family? Uh, it affects it affects me by um, sometimes when bugs having a bad day can kind of scare me. It's scary. Uh, when he's having a good day, I usually feel very happy, and I like bug. But for how it affects my family, uh. Mm -hmm a little worrying because sometimes we'll be cooking and he'll get near the stove and sometimes he'll fall and people will think he's hurt of not understanding yeah mm -hmm. that's how but yeah exactly a good answer so when you say it's scary is that because of his seizures or 
what is it that's scary? Uh, mainly when I'm in the kitchen cooking something and he'll get near the stove and mainly like if someone leaves scissors out, he'll pick up the scissors and start like start spinning them. There's no sense of danger there. There's just yeah, like... yeah. It's he does okay. that a lot of stuff. But yeah. so we have to always put the scissors back, and it kind of scares me. And also when he falls and has and has a seizure. Okay, Ava or uh, Taylor, how about you? How does how do you feel bugs' needs affect you and or your family? Um, I feel, I feel like, well, I feel like our parents balance pretty well between our needs and bugs needs. Um, but I also think it's been communicated with us very well that Ava, you were turning my chair. Sorry. I feel like it's been communicated with us pretty well that sometimes his, his needs come before like our need to go outside or our need to um go someplace or do something or I want to buy this I want this or I whatever but I feel like it's communicated with us pretty thoroughly that like some days bug needs the attention and we need to kind of self-sustain um which we're all exceptional at so I don't we've never had a problem with that but I do I do feel like it's just been communicated with us well enough that our normal children things, our typical children things of like, she stole this from me, so I want to beat her up. Like sometimes that's not something that we need to take to our parents that day because they've got something else going on. And that's something that we need to work out. Taylor, to be honest, house. what you just said just sounds like a typical day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually we can deal with that amongst ourselves. It makes us really good communicators with each other, um, actually. But so I feel you, like- Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, you can go. Well, I was gonna say, do you guys ever get angry, like inside, not at your mom and dad or even at Bug, but do you sometimes get angry that he has these problems and that your family is different than other families? Like the, the makeup of your family has to be different. I feel like my answer is going to be a little more complex because I've been able to think about this for a lot longer than you guys have. So, so should I go? Yeah, you guys can go first. Okay. So not at all. I, oh. I don't, I don't feel angry at all. I don't know. I just know that sometimes different is great. Sometimes different is better, actually. Okay. I was just curious. Okay. Aiden, your turn. Tell me, how does living with bug affect you? It makes me sometimes worried. So I usually like safety proof the house when they're from, like, oh, my parents yeah. are gone. Uh, yeah. yeah and a little bit more. You guys keep scooching out of the frame. <laughs> it affects the family for a little. Like, what affects the family is when he's like, falling over or something like that with he's sitting on the chair and then it, yeah that sort of freaks everyone out and they just look at them like what happened but we know how to be responsive too is also what it's taught so like I'll have friends fall in school and I'll be like oh I've got this I can do this 
whatever. It makes me kind of like a cool kid. <laughs> um, I know how to apply direct pressure. Um, but I think that's something I would have learned anyway. But I do think that I'm a little, I'm a little bit more well equipped because I can handle it in a much calmer way because it's something that I can face head on and go, okay, this isn't something that's terrifying. This is something that I know happens and something that will ultimately be okay. So you guys totally accept the way things are, which is great. So let me ask you one last question and you guys can each answer individually and kind of will, you know, I don't want to take up more of your time, but if you had one or two things that you had to tell somebody, um, maybe whose family is just learning how, maybe they just got their diagnosis or they're struggling in accepting the diagnosis, what one thing would each of you want to share to the siblings of that child? So who wants to go first? Let's go youngest first. Yeah, I want to hear what he has to um, say. Mainly when there are seizures, I don't react because I usually sometimes don't know what to do. Well, we're not but... talking about just seizures okay. in particular. Because yeah, not well, every KBD yeah. child has seizures. We're just talking about having the diagnosis and understanding what that means for your family dynamic. So basically, what it does to the family, it's like just, well, sometimes if a child is having a bad day, then you probably shouldn't go out. If they're having a good day, you should go out. Well, if you want to. Monopolize on that. If you you have a good day, take it. If you have a good day, if you can, if they have a good day, then you can go out like stuff, but bad days, you should not go out. Okay, that makes sense. Ava, how about you? What would you tell another, you know, family member of another family who's learning about KBG and how to live with it? Well, I would tell them that some days are an adventure. But yes, no, they are. That, that That's an answer. But at the end of the day, everything gets better. <laughs> like, so if they have a bad day, at the end, it will get better. That's what I have learned from living with Bug. Okay. And Go also, for it. Oh, what, what? And also to help. Don't, don't stand there when they're asking you to help. Help. That's okay. right. Okay, Taylor, what do you think? Um, I think the most important thing for siblings to understand is that it's not that the person gets more attention than you because they have a diagnosis. It's just that they need more attention. They need more help sometimes um, than a typical child might. Um, But that you can be self-sustaining. And as long as you understand your place and what you need to do, that you can help and that you can ultimately have better days. And not necessarily just like, because every kid is going to be different. So you also have to understand your sibling and know, like, if they have behavioral issues or if they have um, outbursts that can affect everyone's mood or that can seem targeted, that it's possibly part of their diagnosis. And it's something that you just have to take in stride and you have to understand. 
um, especially with the kids that are more um, cognitively aware. Like if they say something or if they do something, you just kind of have to take it in stride and understand that this is just one of the bad days that we've been talking about, but that tomorrow might be an entirely different day. So you just have to understand and adapt and be just there, be present. That's probably the best thing. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. You got a snap. 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 You guys, I really appreciate you being so open and honest. Is there anything that you want to share about that I did not ask you? Um, Probably my only thing would be circling back to like how it makes us feel because I said my answer is a little complex. Um, Cause I mean, I've definitely had days where I've been like, oh man, I feel like this is the only part of my identity at home is that I have this brother and I have whatever. I feel like this is my only identity. And I feel like when other people know that's all they associate me with. Um, but then I'll also step back and I'll realize it is part of my identity, but it shouldn't be who I am. It shouldn't be, oh, I have a special needs brother. I have a brother with KBG syndrome and that's the only part about me. I think, I think it's other people that make it more about us. So it's understanding if you want to tell people at school or if you don't want to tell people at school. I tell people at school because of awareness, but I could understand that some siblings may not want that because they don't feel safe in their school climate. So I would encourage if you do want to talk about anything with anyone at like school, knowing your school climate and knowing what's going on, because I've definitely had people make some comments and everyone else who does know will look at me and be like, oh, she's going to get mad. She's going to go off on them. Um, and then it'll make everyone else really tense. And I think, I think just knowing my school climate really helped a lot with having support outside of the family unit. Okay, so I lied and I do have one more question. Oh, how dare you lie to us? Oh, I know, I did. Uh, I, I, I bow my head in we're shame. We're going to have to close this down early because of you doing that to us. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh we my. Really how did you do that to us? Oh, no. So you guys seem to know a lot about KBG and some of the comorbidities that um, have come up with, with bug because it, it, it's all part of KBG, but there are some other things that are much larger sometimes. Are you glad that you know as much as you do, or do you wish you didn't know as much? I know that's a hard question because that's all you know. Answer. I have a very good answer. Okay, then you go first, Aiden. Go for it. So you should be glad to know enough because if you don't know enough like about seizures, when they have one, you can say just about seizures. No, but that's okay because this is his his answer. I'm good with it. Go for it. So like if because so you're glad that you know then. Because if you didn't know about the epilepsy piece of it, then you wouldn't know about the seizure part of it. So that would be very scary to you. Is that what you are trying to say that Taylor cut you off? Yeah. So <laughs> Sometimes if you don't like know enough about yeah. the seizure, what happens, then you just, what happens? Like you just try and figure what out, what happens. And usually some people like 
tell you what happens sometimes. But yeah. Okay. All right. Can I go? Yeah. Okay. My answer is kind of similar to Aiden's, but it's. Um, I think I'm. I'm glad that I know this much, because if something happens and you're alone with them, with that person, and you don't know what to do then that can be very dangerous because if they actually hurt themselves and you don't know what to do, you won't know that they're hurt if you don't know. It's, yeah, but I, I learned very quickly. Okay, Taylor, before you give me your answer, because not everybody might know everything about Bug, can you share with us maybe a little bit about what you know and whether you're glad you know that item in particular. So like there's probably things that you may not even really think about because they're just bug. So just give us an idea of what bug is like. So even from very young, we thought bug was just like a little troublemaker because he like we learned very young with like butter dishes. You couldn't leave the butter dish open because he would eat the butter. Um, you couldn't leave scissors out because he would spin it um, and that he particularly liked spinning toys a lot more. So from very young, I would give him toys to play with and I'd have to make sure that they were safe and things like that, um, especially with this one toy that he plays with. Um, something we always have to be aware about is he'll spin the cord around his finger and it'll get really tight. And so his fingers actually gone like purple because of that. So that's something that we always have to be aware about. And um like with seizures being one of the things um we had to learn a lot about like direct pressure and with like what is serious what is not serious so like if he just takes a little like if he's standing flat and he just takes a little tumble usually it's not that serious sometimes you just have to palpate and check because it only takes four pounds of pressure to break a collarbone mm -hmm. found that out twice um <laughs> So it's also just a lot about being able to read a person. So like part of my answer is that for a while I was like kind of, I wouldn't say upset, but I'll say upset that I didn't, I don't get to experience things typically like that. There's, I've had adrenaline rushes and that I've had these experiences where I've been scared or where I've had to step up and learn something that I felt like a child shouldn't have known based on what I'd seen in like media and like other kids around me. <clears throat> but then there was one day I got like a call from my best friend and he was like, my niece took a nap on me, woke up with a fever and seized. And I, I didn't know how to respond. And I immediately thought to call you. And that was really the day that I realized I'm glad that I know these things especially because I'm a child of this person's age and I'm not an adult so they felt safer coming to me their friend than going to an adult so I'm, I'm glad to know these things because kids my age feel comfortable coming to me and kids younger than me feel comfortable coming to me um, as opposed to maybe going to adult and feeling like they're asking stupid questions or they're whatever so it, it can go both ways it can go I'm upset I didn't get the whole typical child. I shouldn't know how right. to stop bleeding. 
Um, but there's also, I'm glad that I do know this because then other kids my age don't have to experience it. I can come in and I can help things. Um, like there's been times kids in my classrooms have like fallen back and cut their heads open. And I've, yeah, and I've gotten like tissues and stopped the bleeding before the nurse gets there. Or I'm always the person escorting people to the nurse. And so it gives me kind of that reputation as being like someone who cares and someone who is, who knows these things. So it makes me. Because your friends are all aware of it, are they okay when you can invite them over? Are they, or do you not really have that ability or that opportunity or it depends on bug or tell me how that looks? So for me, I have a pretty tight knit circle of friends, but I do feel pretty comfortable inviting people over. It's just, I will explain to them. I'll be like, today can go one of two ways and we'll see how it's going when we get there. But from what I hear, he's doing pretty okay. So I feel pretty comfortable having you around. But I do also know that people that haven't been around bug more, like my boyfriend being around bug so much, um, or my best friend Hannah being around bug so much, I know that they respond well to him and I know that they interact with him and they don't treat him like he's a nuisance and they don't feel awkward. I feel more comfortable having them around than other friends, but I do find myself when I bring other friends over being very hypervigilant. So if they like make fun of him or if they're like picking on him or if there's something like that, I will be like, you need to leave now because I don't feel comfortable having you in my space anymore. I welcomed you somewhere that is personal to me. And I brought you into this part of my life that is very delicate and you're. So you're very protective. Yes, I'm extremely protective. It's also made me very protective over them, (laughs) but I'm, I'm extremely, um, there's a line and you don't cross it. Yeah. And so sometimes I'll be more comfortable with certain people. Sometimes not so much with other people. Ava, you're dying to talk. I know. <laughs> she's just really. <laughs> kind of like what Taylor just said. There'd be a time where like, yeah, this kid was kind of being a little mean. Taylor's like, what's the address? I want their name. I want, I want their phone number. I want like all their social media, everything. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'll be like, I'll get on the bus with you. I'll he get just, on the bus with you. He just said. He just said that, like, like, well, don't, don't, no. no he just no. said my hair looked weird today. And I'm like, let me, let me know. Let me know. So are you comfortable having friends over, Aiden? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. I just, I, I just wanted to. Really long, complex, thought out answer. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah. And especially uh, some people, they, some people, they know what they like they know that they have to listen to the person that knows like a ton about like bug and and if he has like a seizure, so they know to listen. Yeah, yeah. So they know like if somebody says like, "Hey, can you get a pillow for him?" Like they're like, "Yeah, sure." Okay, so they kind of just fall right in with you guys. Well, I want to thank all three of you so much for giving me the time. And I have wish you guys a very happy siblings day and take good care of everybody. And I love you too. I don't know how to do it. There we go. Oh, I don't know if I did it the right way. I didn't do it like you guys, but this is what you're getting. You're doing great, Marla. It's okay. Oh, wait, Aiden, Aiden. Aiden. Aiden.
There we go. Yay! You guys are awesome. You keep up the good work and you keep taking good care of Bug. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Okay, bye, you guys. Bye, Marla. Bye, Marla. Later. Bye. Oh, God. Well, this is the end of KBG Let's Talk. So I, I hope that you guys enjoyed it. And if you have any questions, you know how to find us. Thank you.